Hello and welcome to the Silver King's War. I'm Michael Sievers, the writer, producer, and creator of this podcast series about my father's Second World War as a B-26 bombardier. Today, we continue in Stanley's letters, Dearest Ones, from Europe in August of 1945. He hasn't written his family in almost a month, and the expectation before this letter was that he would be on his way home. But that's not true. As he writes to his parents on August 6th, 1945, from Paris, and parenthetically still in Paris. Dearest ones, at the moment you're probably thinking very badly of me, for which you have very good reason, and for which I cannot deny is totally my fault. If I have caused you undue worry, and I know I have, I am extremely sorry. You must know I haven't done so intentionally. It is just one of those incidents when my foresight has failed, and as usual, after the harm is done, I shall make an earnest attempt to explain why. As to what has actually taken place since my last letter can be summed up in a few words. I left the bomb group July 11, just as I had written I would. Arriving in Paris the same afternoon, I was sent to a depot located at Le Bourg on the outskirts of the city, and from that day until now, I have been here awaiting shipment. It seems that upon my arrival, the policy of sending men out suddenly changed. Not in so far as sending them home, but rather as to how and when. Before I arrived, the usual length of time a man waited to be shipped was six to eight days. After being here four weeks, you can easily see how it has changed. It seems to be the usual run of my ill luck. I should have known that going home wouldn't be as easy as it sounded. However, my one consolation is that I am going eventually. I still haven't any idea of when I shall leave, not even a rumor. It may be tomorrow or it may be another month. They don't tell us anything, so I just live from day to day. That's why I haven't written until now, thinking that each day will be the one and I would reach home before the letter. But after a month of waiting, I figure it's been long enough. Perhaps now I will leave. As to my mode of travel, that too is still a mystery. Some are going by boat, but the majority are going by air, so my chances are pretty good to fly, much better than I had expected. As you know, by boat I will be back in New York, but by air I will land in Miami. Either way, though, I wouldn't be able to see you until I received my leave. I shall have to report to Fort McPherson in Atlanta upon landing, and will get my leave from there. I shouldn't have to spend more than a day in Atlanta, so it'll be easier for me if you waited in Birmingham for me. 
Besides, I wouldn't be able to let you know the date of my arrival until I was able to call you. The army will probably fly me to Atlanta wherever I land, and I'll fly by Delta from Atlanta if I can get a seat. It's still hard to believe that I'm actually leaving this ill-fated land to go home. Believe me, a year over here, away from home, and the States does a lot to change your outlook on some things. There are so many little things that were taken for granted before, but are cherished now. I'm afraid you'll find me a little more appreciative in every respect. I'm certainly at a loss as to the news there. Not having received any mail from you for a month, you'll have lots to tell me. My one hope is that Lee didn't have to go. I do hope this finds you well and happy. I may not write again, since you know the situation. I'm fine other than being disgusted with the delay. Love to Ida. I love you and miss you, Stan. P.S. If I get any phone calls, just say you expect me any day. Thanks, Stan. Our hero, the Silver King, has written a letter of contrition to his folks. Of course, it's not his fault that he isn't home yet, but he's feeling guilty because he hasn't written them in almost a month and had hoped, of course, to see them by now and be home having some of Ida's hot biscuits for breakfast. He writes to his family from Paris on August 13th, 1945. Dearest ones, I had hoped I wouldn't be writing again from this side of the world, but it seems all my hopes have been in vain. Since my last letter, there have been no new developments. The waiting goes on and on with no relief in sight. I'm sure you, along with many millions, are awaiting the final surrender of Japan, and I'm quite sure it will have come by the time you receive this. Yes, how very wonderful it is to have peace once again. The war's ending and my going home, parenthetically, eventually, is to be sure all I could want. Perhaps when the final word comes, it will expedite shipments and I'll get out of here. At any rate, it should help solve the problem. It's been five weeks now, and I should have been there long ago. To be truthful, all the excitement of going home has been taken out of me, though I'm sure it will return once I'm actually on the way. You know, with the war being over, I shouldn't be a bit surprised if I were to receive a discharge upon my return. I understand quite a few have been released with less than 85 points. Up until May 12, I only managed to accumulate 77 points. However, with an additional four months here, or three here and two there, I will reach 85. I shouldn't be declared essential. At least it's something to look forward to. Wouldn't it be grand? 
I can't imagine what being a civilian would be like, though I'm sure it wouldn't take long to acclimate myself. This being without word from you for so long isn't any fun. I sincerely hope you're well and happy. You'll have lots of news to tell me, and I pray it's all good. Well, I should be home soon, so start planning to get really drunk with me. We'll have lots to talk about and lots to drink about. Tell Ida she better start planning to do lots of cooking, too. Give her my love. I'll write again next week if I'm still here. I love you and miss you, Stan. Stanley, months after the war in Europe is over, continues to explain to his family the nuances of the point system regarding how men of the Air Corps get home. And he knows that having remained in Europe adds additional points which get him from 77 to 85. And of course, he continues to write cryptically about whether or not he'll write them again in case he remains in Europe. And we have reached the end of his letters, dearest ones, from Europe in August of 1945. And you are listening to The Silver King's War.